and thanks for joining us on Hearthcast, episode number 289 for Patch 6.2. Our topic for this episode is a case of the Mondays. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of Hearthcast. This is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. And this is Root. I play a goblin warlock. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up here in episode number 289 of Hearthcast, we're going to talk about some Garrison Town Hall dailies, Primal Spirits, and you. There's an add-on that I picked the development up on that we're going to discuss, and Akari's going to join us for our monthly news roundup. So hey there, Freckleface. Hey, Root. How was your week in the Blizzard universe? It was pretty good. I, I worked on several different things. Um, like, I finished up Brewfest and I got the uh, last toy that I needed. Sweet. So I have the pets and the toys from it. Very excited. I'm very close to getting the Pepe achievement, the one where you have to have him on your head in the dungeons. Yeah. And then you get the toy. You but you have, to, you have to survive that dungeon. You have to survive. Yeah. So I'm almost. One more dungeon. Uh, my hunter, who only does archaeology through mine carts, had in her journal the ancient nest guardian, Ooh. which is a pet. Um, sells for quite a bit. So I actually had to take her around and do some dig sites so I could finish that up quicker. All right. So when you mean she had in her journal, that means that it was the one you were working on. Right, because in archaeology, you see what you're working toward before you get it. Okay, yeah, I get that. Okay. So, you see it on the page, and you're like, oh, that's what I'm working on. So, you're like, okay, she's got to get out of the mines and go do some serious archaeology. Right, get it done a lot faster than waiting every day. Did you get it? I did. Uh, it's still in the auction house right now. I put it up for bid. Any kind of ballpark figure how much you put it up for? I uh, put the starting bid at 3000 The first time it didn't sell, put it up again, so we'll right. see. Okay. There are other people listing it at uh, 5000 buyouts. I figured a bid, then if wherever the actual selling price is, I figure we'll get close to it. Oh, so you're not using a buyout? Uh-uh. It's not going to sell. That's not true. It's I've, not going to sell. I sell pets like that all the time. Yeah, this one won't sell. Why? I, I, I would bet you that mount that it won't sell. Why? Because people just won't buy it. That, when, when there's not a buyout price at that price, that makes sense. At that rate, people won't buy. That's really not true. Yeah, in my experience, it is. But if your experience is different, your experience is different. That's fine. My experience is different because a pet is something that's unique. It's different than buying supplies, something that you need right then. But typically, if you set the bid low enough, people go, oh, wow, that's a fantastic deal. Let me lease a bid on it. Yeah, that's true. And you'll have several people bid on it until it gets up to the point where... You know, the price isn't that great anymore. Then people stop bidding, and that's what it sells for. Well, let us know how that works next week, then. So I'm working on the field photographer achievement. I'm doing that on my mage. I would definitely recommend, if we're going to work on this achievement, to do it on a mage, if you have one. Yeah, get around everywhere. Oh, yeah. A lot easier. If you remember you're a mage and have portals, and could do that. (laughs) It's very relaxing, actually. There's only one place, I think, that... It's going to be not difficult, but at least I have to plan it where it's the Frozen Throne, which is the end of the Ice Crown Raid. So, you don't really have to plan that one. There are so many people on Open Raid that have just that lockout. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I have to check it out. 
and they're there. I mean, they just run it because they have that lockout, and they're just like, "Yeah, if you want to come with me, come with me," you know. And and they'll reserve like everything under the sun. And the chances are that you will go there and take your selfie picture, and then Invincible will drop for you. So yeah, check out Open Rage. Yeah, right. it's, it's sounds a good, good. Yeah, good place to go. Uh, probably the best part of the week though is I got exalted with the Steam Weedle. Excavation Society. It's over in uh, Gorgon, right? Uh, Negrand. Negrand, that's what I meant yeah. to say. Yeah. With all the trees and stuff. With all the trees and stuff, kind of. Uh, I was able to purchase the mount, the domesticated Razorback. It's a big pig. Yeah. yeah. I, I am severely disappointed this expansion with Blizzard's lackadaisical approach on mounts. What do you mean lackadaisical? I mean that they they made a cool mount and they kind of went, hey, let's apply different filters to it. Oh, look, it's a different mount now. <laughs> now it's brown instead of green. What about the drakes of the northeast, south, and west winds? It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, but some of them have like electrical bolts on them and uh, different things. I suppose. Yeah, these, these got nothing. Well, you know, I was actually more excited about the title that came with it what than title? just the mount. It's conservationist, but it's in quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> funny actually it's actually hilarious as a goblin i changed it from crazy cat lady over to that wow i know that's that's serious yeah that's big for you because y'all as as a especially as a goblin you're not conserving anything as a goblin <laughs> you're not so how about you tell me about your week well in my sense i i i won brew fest how did you win Brewfest? uh because i got the uh the, the swift brew fest ram Ooh. Yeah. It was one of those weird, it was so stupid. It was one of those things I wasn't paying attention, and I don't know how many times, I guess I'd done uh, Corin Dire Brew, I don't know, three or four or five times, and then I finally realized that each of those times, I was getting a little keg that I was supposed to open up, like a treasure chest, and I didn't realize that. I'm you like, weren't oh. opening them? No. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look at that. And so I started opening them. Sometimes I get like gold or I get a, yeah. a, a trinket or something, and I'm like, and then one of them had the the mount in it oh cool so i'm like ah i won and i quit going back no you don't need to don't need to go back <laughs> that was cool and then i had a, uh, a shipyard mission for the mudback river beast Ooh, which is pretty much the same as all the other beasts <laughs> mr van Derek, except river this, beast, yeah, yeah except this one's got like a except in warlords too this one's got a goat oh yeah it's mr van Derek, didn't <laughs> i uh, in warlords but this one's got a canopy Oh, cool. And, you know, I put a screenshot up there. It's yeah. like, okay. So they went a little out of the way and like, let's make this one a little different by giving it a canopy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what that it's a pig like all the other pigs. We'll give it a canopy. Actually, it's not. It's uh, it's one of the, 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 the river beasts. With, it looks like it's got a big old flat tail. And it's uh, it's mount special. It slams the tail on the ground and grunts and gets all down on on, on its, you know. You know how like, the dogs do that, that pose when they get down on their front legs right. and they stick their butt in the air? This kind of does one of those and slaps his tail on the ground. Interesting. Yeah. It's so you're cool. happy with it? Well, you know, as ground mounds go, it's kind of neat. True. Um, I, I haven't taken it to the water. It's one of my things I love to do with, with mounds is you take them in the water to watch them swim. I haven't done that yet. and I'm wondering if it does anything special with its tail. Oh. So we'll have to see about that. That should be interesting. I had an absolutely fantastic night ready with my team from Open Radio the other night. Missed a week because I was so busy with, you know, coding marathon that I did. But I got to raid last week and we almost, except for like one boss, Iskar was the only boss we had trouble with. And that was just 
man, a communication issue with, with passing that thing around with the winds and people not really understanding how to use the Iskar add-on, when to click on who to click yeah. on. All that. It's just, a, it's just it's a, a confusing fight. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, we did really well. Uh, when we got, we had a new tank too, which was pretty cool. And, you know, we finished all our heroic stuff and then jumped down to normal and went to go do uh, Archimond. And it was just a communication problem. The, the the new tank had never done them before. And so when we got to the Infernals, the tank went and rounded the Infernals up. We're like, oh. <laughs> and once that happens, at that point, it's, it's, you could, I mean, we all, we all said it's just, just, just white. We just knew. There's no, there's no recovery at that point. And he's like, oh, because he's New Zealand. So my New Zealand accents, oh, did I do something wrong? Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey. No, he didn't say that. But uh, he did, he did ask. We're like, no, you're not supposed to get those. Let, let, let DPS, let range, everybody else handle that. You stay on the boss at that point. Got it. And then we did it again and down he went. Oh, cool. So I am almost done with all my tomes. That's about it. All I need for my ring. So yeah. by this time next week, I should uh, have my ring. Awesome. So we'll see how how well that goes. Really fun is I won a thousand gold. Really? Yeah. How'd you do that? So I'm on my Worgen Druid Dark Roast, and I decide he's an engineer. So I decide I'm dropping Blingtron. Right? That's a nice thing engineers do. Sure. Four thousand or five thousand. The five thousand. I have. Okay. Well, yeah, I've got. Well, does he upgrade the other one? I've got the latest one. I had the other okay. one, and then I got this one. So I don't know if I have two both separate or, ones. Okay. Yeah. So I drop them. They share the same cooldown, though. They do. Okay. So I drop the five thousand. He goes down there, and another guy in the raid. We're doing uh, Kazakh, because uh, Kaz, Kaz, Kazakhstan, Kazakh, Kazakh, Supreme Lord Kazakh, Stan, Borat. Sir, <laughs> 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 we're doing that boss. And before you know, it's one of those things where you get there and everybody's got to show up. Everybody else for every other raid is there. You do you do Borat, and everyone's got to get there. Hey, can I get a summons? Why aren't you here? Anyhow, minor rants aside, we're there. I drop Blingtron, and this dude goes, I'm dropping my Blingtron. He puts it right by mine. He goes, that's mine. Thousand gold to the winner. I was like, I'll take you on. And uh, and I won. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> Luckily, he we were on the same realm because you can't do that no, cross can't. realm. <laughs> so we were on the same same realm. So I got that, which was good because again, Dark Roast became bankrupt <laughs> because I upgraded everything in my garrison as much as I could. I was not paying attention to how much money I was spending doing that at all. It's very expensive. And I'm just going through buying the plans, doing this, just you know. Then all of a sudden, it's like you don't have enough gold for that. I was like, "What do you mean I don't have a? Oh, I don't. I have 230 gold. <laughs> Time to go to the auction house." Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sitting around ten thousand right now, but it was one of those things that I, that's twice I've done that. I don't know. Yeah, I've bankrupted him a couple times. <laughs> I'm just not used to paying attention to gold. I don't. I don't know why. I just it's. I'm just not. And you know, I started working on a, on an add-on. Oh, which one? Well, I picked up one that has been abandoned, and I started working on it, but we will, I'm going to save that for later in the show uh, to talk about in the add-on section of the show, if you don't mind. But it's it's interesting. So we will talk about that then. However, Freck, you and I have some whispers. If you'll recall, uh, a week or so or two ago now, it's been a while, I reported a bot. 
It was the bot that was camping the uh, the, the the Warbringers. And arguing with you. Yeah. That it wasn't a bot. That it wasn't a bot. And that's so why I reported him. Well, I actually got a response from Blizzard. Oh. Says, greetings, Root. Thank you for your recent ticket alerting us to potential bot activities on your server. As you know, the use of automated programs that directly perform any in-game function is expressly prohibited in our terms of service. Your findings were forwarded to our security team for further investigation. It falls upon me to relay their findings to you. Indeed, the team did witness the activities exactly as you described them, and appropriate action has taken place. Our goal is to ensure fair gameplay for all, and your vigilance greatly helps us strive to achieve this goal. As a token of our appreciation, I present you with the following GM joke. Why do Torin paint their toenails red, blue, green, orange, yellow, and brown? To hide in a bowl of M&Ms. Think about it. Ever seen a Torin in a bowl of M&Ms? No, because it works. Warm regards, Game Master Fallblade. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was happy to know that something happened, but as far as <laughs> GM jokes go... <laughs> I've had better. <laughs> I, I, I replied just the simple thanks. Because <laughs> it's not going to go anywhere. You can't reply to these things. I close the ticket. Um, but, uh, but at least, at least something's being done. And that, that's what, that's what counts on that. up next in general chat a case of the mondays ever had one of those days in wow where you feel like everything that could go wrong does sometimes you have to just chalk it up to having a case of the mondays kind of like when you know freck you take the wrong flight path and then you're stuck you're stuck and it's like one of the long ones. And yeah. Because you, you, you have that little arrow now that you can dismount at the next flight point. Or what used to be in the old days, you just log off. And you log back in and it would put you at the next flight point. But if the next one's the one you're going to and it's clear across town. Ain't nothing you can do. Yeah. Like if you're at your at your garrison and you accidentally click the, the, the flight point for Ashran. Ooh. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Cause that's a direct flight, forever direct flight. <laughs> and then someone's like, "Hey man, can you come over here?" I'm like, oh, can you just summon me? Because <laughs> I just took the wrong flight point, and I'm not going to be there in time. Or when you forget to swap your gear back after using a teleport cloak, fishing pole, something like that. You know, that's why I have tell me when. I have very large icons on my screen that whenever I have swapped out a piece of gear, mm-hmm. whether it be my foraging gloves or now, what is it? Yeah, my new foraging gloves because I have the old ones and the new ones now, or my cloak of coordination, which is a teleport cloak. Anything that I do that takes away from my character's ability to fight, I have big icons on my screen. So I know. Now, the problem is a lot of times you get caught with it and you get in combat and you haven't done it yet. Yeah, that's true. So it does. it's not foolproof. I mean, I try to swap out as soon as I get back. I have my macros all set up that if that is equipped, it'll swap it out. But, you know, 
It's not it's not foolproof. So sometimes I'll get an invite from a guildie to go on a run. And they're like, they're at the dungeon. They're like, hey, we got room for one more. Do you want to come? Yeah. And I go. And now I'm in the dungeon. And there's loot galore. And my bags are full. Ooh. And there's no engineers or anybody else in there. Yeah. And it's not like it's an LFR that you can pour it out of. And you don't have anybody summon you back. And you can't mount up. So no, you can't vendor. No. Yeah. You're just like, oh, man, what can I get rid of? <laughs> and you're looking at what the cheapest stuff to get rid of is. Yeah. And so, oh, I hate that. How about when your bodyguard refuses to run away with you when your health is low? You know, there's not a lot of good AI put into these bodyguards. No, there's not. There's not. They they won't run away with you. It's very hard to control where they actually start attacking from. It's, it's like wherever you can't control at all. No, the, wherever you start attacking is where they started, and they usually don't move. They'll just start right there. It's like you no, know, get, get away, because now there's a, a a pat coming or another ad coming walking down. Whatever. Now they're aggroing them. It's like ah. Oh, they have no, they have no presence. No, no presence. You know? And it's like, look, I'm running because I'm about to die. And they're like, I got this. <laughs> go on without me. No, I don't want to go on without you because if I go on without you, the other bad thing happens. You die, and I'm stuck an hour without you out here, buddy. <laughs> so follow me because my, you know, I hit control two, and my warlock pet is following me. You should follow me when I do that too. <laughs> Right? Right. Well, do you have a thing for your hunter pet to follow you? Like, if Of you... course. I can tell them to move. I can tell them to stand in a certain place. Yeah. They should do that. They should follow. Them. I'm over here. No. Oh. <laughs> then it's like, you know what? Let me go ahead and log on an alt for an hour because I ain't hanging around Jaynor for an hour without my, without my bodyguard. Get this the worst when your bodyguard dies and you have to be alone for an hour. Yeah. And he had that skull debuff. Uh, that's the, I hate <laughs> that. You're like looking at it like, I know. Okay. And it makes you feel dumb, doesn't it? Well, uh, yeah. I feel a little dumb. Yeah. You're just like, I know I know he died. You don't have to remind me that he died. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. No, you stop it. <laughs> it's there for an hour. <laughs> so this morning, Frack, jump on and I'm like, okay, I need to go check the auction house because I, I know there's some cool stuff because I already looked on WoW Auction. I know there's some cool stuff on the auction house I want to go grab. Let me go ahead and hearth over to Warspear so I can get to the get to the auction house. And I hearth. And I'm like, wow, that was the fastest hearth ever. And then I realized that I hit my garrison hearthstone while I'm in my garrison. <laughs> Were you think, in the little control room too? Yeah, I was in the town hall. Yeah. So I moved like maybe a foot to the left, <laughs> you know, because I was I was doing my ship missions and now I'm like right in the middle. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I hate it. It's like, yeah. that's like, oh, come on. And it's all on me because yeah. obviously I hit the wrong. And then if you then go to Ashray and want to come back to your garrison, you can't. Unless you take that long flight path. <laughs> Actually, now you can because you can take the shipyard hearth and then fly back in. So they... They they gave you a little out on that one, but not <laughs> still. It's not that big a one. You know why we're on that one? Yeah. Have you noticed that the Alliance outdoor shipyard area where you do your shipyard missions on the outside of the garrison is much closer than than the Horde one? Oh, I don't know. I don't do it in my Alliance. It's like right there. You like come out of the town hall and you like fly. It's just right there, as opposed to you coming out of the town hall and flying all the way around. Oh. It's, 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 yeah. yeah, but you don't need to go to the shipyard. 
After it's level three? After it's level three, but oh. right now I'm not level three, so I didn't have to go to my shipyard. Well, you're not, or is this an alt? It, it's on Dark Dark Roast, my Worgen Druid. I yeah. don't know. After I first shipyard, I was like, I don't want to do that to any of the characters. It just did it because it's part know. of something. So Yeah. What about when you buy a port to Dalaran so you can use all the portals there, and then you realize there's only one port there now? Yeah, they took all the rest of them out. Yeah. But they left the alcoves where they go. Yeah. That's the worst. I'm like, why? Just take take the one out. It looks so lonely there. That happens all the time to me. Like, stuff changes in the game. I've been playing so long that you think something's still a certain way that's actually been changed for, like, the past three years. But <laughs> yeah. it's, like, still in your head the old way because sure. you're not doing it every single day. You, like, ride up on there and, like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't there uh, six portals here before? Uh yeah, they took those out in in, in wrath. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember that now. <laughs> I guess for that one they took them out at mop, but <laughs> yeah, they took out at mop, which I don't understand because all the mop portals are still up. And yeah, you have some portals in Ashran, but only to the major cities. Yeah, like if you're on Alliance, you can get a portal to Shore, Stormwind, Ironforge, or Donassus, but not to Exodar. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have no idea why they take out the portal. They should be back know. in there. I imagine they'll be back come this expansion, so it's okay. But yeah, I hate it when you forget that something has been removed from the game or changed in the game. Right. And you ride up on it and you're like, I don't know, this was right here. I know. It's like, you know, the other day you tell someone they need to go get, get a tune for Kara. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, you had to get out. No, no, no. That came out a long time ago. You don't have to get attuned anymore. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> no, you just walk right on in, dude. Oh, Okay. How about when you try to take a selfie, but your pets keep getting in your face? <laughs> or your, your bodyguard. Or your bodyguard, matter. yeah. Or like, you know, in your garrison, your uh, flying pets sometimes that are hanging out. Things get in your face, just like flying all around you. The other day I was trying to take a selfie, or just a screenshot, really. wasn't even using the selfie of uh, me and my new mount. Because I just got the new mount, you're right. NPCs kept getting in my way. Uh, I'm like, come on, I'm trying to take a photo here. <laughs> but it's not just that they get in your way of, of, of your selfies, which they do. They get in the way of your mailbox. They get in the way of anything you're trying to do. Yeah, they do. You know, I'm trying to get to my mailbox to check my mail out because I want to collect everything from the auction house or whatever I'm doing. And I'm like trying to click on it and Iskar jumps in and, you know, I accidentally click on this. What are we without the skies? We're, not, we're, out with, we're without mail right now <laughs> because you're in my way. It's like, look, you don't come with me and I want you to go somewhere. <laughs> you get in my way. You fire off your, your bolts of whatever from wherever. You aggro the other mob that I was trying to avoid. Not a really good bodyguard when you think about it. No, really not. What are we without disguise? I don't know. <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> so I mentioned that on Dark Roast. I bankrupted him. Because I was buying all these all these plans and uh, for to, to upgrade my garrison, including much to my dismay, like two or three of them that apparently I already knew. I hate it when Eesh. I go spin go because you can't sell it back for the same amount. No, you can't. You hate it when I buy something like a recipe or a blueprint that I already know, and it says already known, but I'm just going click happy and I don't see that <laughs> little red text on the bottom that says already known, and I just buy it. And I'm like, oh. Sell back for a quarter of the price. It's, yeah, I know. Okay, I just threw away silver or whatever, gold. <laughs> I'm just like, here, 
sure. Dang it. <laughs> no, it shouldn't work that way. It's like, look, I didn't even use it. It's, it is like new. It is in mint condition. I didn't even open it. I merely looked at it. Nope. It's like you buy a car, you drive it off the lot. 75% of the value, whatever it is, a quarter of the value is gone. <laughs> like, that didn't do anything. It's because they're goblins. They're goblins. Or you loot a mount you already learned. <sighs> I wish there was something you could do with it. Like, something. Right. Like, if it was a pet, you can learn up to three, right? You can, yeah. Okay. I know I can't do anything with it, but at least let me learn it. Like, okay, you learn this again. Let me do something with it besides <laughs> having to delete it or get rid of it. You know, let me either learn it again or, hey, I don't know, maybe mount upgrade. Like, you've learned it once. We're going to learn it again, and now we're going to put a red canopy on it. Or it'll have larger tusks. Or I don't know. Maybe. Or at least let you sell to the vendor for gold or something. Something. Just a little bit of gold. Yeah. Yeah. Or, hey, since we're in Warlords or Draenor, why don't, why don't I take that, that mount that I just looted and maybe, like, decompose it into oil for my shipyard? Ooh. Give me 400 oil. Because <laughs> that's what I would have gotten anyhow. Or 100 yeah. oil, whatever it is. Because, you know, what's also annoying is having to type out delete to get rid of something that it puts in your bag, but it won't let you use. Yeah. When I hit level 20 in Heroes of the Storm, I got the pet, the Graveyard Golem. It's a really cool pet. However, it got mailed to like five of my tunes. So the first one, I got it from the mail, learned it. Fine. Four other tunes, like I had to delete the mail message. Well, let me delete the mail message. All right. So I had to like open up the message, take out the item, delete it. Are you sure you want to delete this? <laughs> well, can I use it? No. <laughs> so I'm dealing with that right now because I did the, the time time walking thing dungeon. And now when you complete the time walking dungeon on the quest, you get this elixir of some kind that you have to go to old chat. You can turn it in an old chat for like 500 uh, tokens. Okay. But you get one of these elixirs off of every end boss out of every time walking dungeon but you can only have one on you at a time so i've got four in my mail and i don't know i'm gonna wait on tuesday to see if a reset if i can go give give them another one if not they're completely worthless so i'll find out on tuesday if i can go turn that in because once i turn it in every time i try to do it now it tells me you i'm already on that quest or oh no i've already completed Uh, that quest yeah so i'm gonna wait till tuesday on reset and then try it again to see if i can actually do that quest again if not then they're worthless and i'll just throw them away but if they're worthless, why am I getting them again? I don't know. In case you lose the other ones. You lose them. <laughs> you got to type delete to get rid of them. I don't know. <laughs> and it really just uh, gets my goat. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> when I fail a mission and that tells me I have a 96% chance of success and I fail. Oh, so annoying. That's just a bad day. Especially when it's one of those treasure missions. Yeah. Yeah. That you're not going to get anything off of anyhow. Like, you know, you get a baleful token. Wonderful. I don't need it, but it's a mission I can go do. Sorry, you failed it. But I had a 96% chance. Must be Monday. (laughs) Because 
<laughs> Must be. It's always the worst when you get locked out of a boss fight. But you still take damage somehow. Uh, I've been there so many times where you just, you, the group starts with that, especially like you're doing like an LFR and they're just on this like power kick run. Right. And you get up there. Just going. Yeah, there's they either a gate or an invisible wall. And you're like, oof. Oh, okay, I can't go in. I'll just wait here. I'll chill. I'm and good, it can't guys. help. You can't attack the boss. Nah, and all of a sudden, boom, you see the little red numbers pop over your head. And you're like, whoa. It's doing some sort of AOE or raid-wide damage Raid-wide thing. damage. You're like, I'm taking damage. And there's nobody who can heal me. Nope. And so it's like you kind of, you, you time it. Okay, my health is low. I have one health pot because it's going to be three minutes until I can use another one here. So you wait, you wait, you wait. You're like, okay, last minute, pop the health pot. Okay. Okay, I'm back. I'm going back down again. <laughs> Guys, hello. Oh, no, I'm dead. <sighs> and now you can't, you can't even release because they're still in combat. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think, is a, a, a slightly overlooked mechanic. It's bad enough that I got locked out. I kind of think if you if you're not there, but you're making an effort to get there, they should just like like yank you in. There should be some kind of mechanism that does that. Or, freck, you ever been in a fight with a mob? I mean, it's just talking just just drag down, punch out. You're just giving it everything you got. The mob is giving everything it's got. You guys are evenly matched. Health is going down. Health is going down. Both sides. Both sides are going down. You're all you're both down at that sliver, and then the mob takes like five steps back and like back to full health. Ooh. And you were like, "Wait, I only have a sliver of health." And then he comes and punches you in the face, and you're dead. <laughs> you're like, "What was that?" That's game, not fair. Game cheats. Yeah, it didn't happen. It's just like because you, you, I don't know. You get out to little range, and that mob's just like, "Okay, you're you're trying to run away from me. That's cool. Let's go back over here. Full health." Oh, you're still there? (laughs) (laughs) Now, I had something very, very similar happen to me. Going up against the mob. Mano a mano. I mean, this is like fight of the century. We're doing, we're duking it out. Health's going down, health's going down, health's all the way down. We're down like sliver of health. I pop off something. Boss dies. I'm just like world champion, you know, my hands in the air. And inadvertently, I have aggroed a rabbit. And that rabbit has now come up to me and decided to kill me with one little <laughs> rabbit punch. Like, what? No. A rabbit killed me. Okay, it might have been a turtle. But Probably a turtle, yeah. Insignificant creature <laughs> far beneath my social stature. And I'm a, and I'm a goblin. That's a pretty low right, social stature. <laughs> The nerve of that creature to kill me. <laughs> that is why I kill critters whenever I see them. I don't gather them up with that magic flute. Oh, no. I AOE them down. So, Freck, I'm in my open raid, raid group. We're in there, you know, gathering before a boss. Everybody's getting in. Resin of people because a lot of times in, in, in raids you, you, you wipe into the trash. <laughs> Sometimes the trash just gets you. So everybody's getting back in. We're buffing up. We're eating. Some people are taking a quick bio. Everybody's just getting there. Everyone's just kind of chill. There's a little bit of a break. I'm actually playing my ukulele because that's what I do on break if I don't have to, you know, do anything else. 
And all of a sudden, DBM goes off. It's like five, four. Like, what is going on? And I look up there. It's not a pull timer. Oh, no. This is full DBM. I'm hearing my tell me when sounds going off, which means I'm in combat. I look up, and the boss like runs over, one shot, and people, one shots me, and this, this complete wipe. We're like, what just happened? And then our healer speaks up. She says, guys, guys, I'm so sorry. I, I sneezed, and my finger hit the home key, and it took me off running straight into the boss. <laughs> <laughs> and I wiped the whole raid. Oh. <laughs> it was funny. We all laughed it off. But yeah. I've done that before where I accidentally hit home and go off running. <laughs> I don't think I've ever uh, wiped a raid doing it, but I have. Like, why am I? Ra- oh, geez. <laughs> Going off a cliff or whatever. It's always a bad day when you forget what faction you are and run into the wrong camp. Ooh. Done that many times. They don't uh, They don't take kindly to that. No, they don't. And uh, yeah, Lord Melvin on Twitter reminded of this, that he did that in the shrines in Pandaria. Yeah, he forgot what alt he was on. And just yeah. Right in. It's, it's really a, easy to mix those shrines up. It is. And the thing about it is with flying, you you don't. Like, stop on the outside of the shrine. No, you, you just, fly. like, fly all the way in. Right. And now you're just in enemy territory. Because I used to do a thing where you'd fly up to the shrine, you get closer to the chandelier as possible, and it would yeah. dismount you in the air. And so the game was, how far would you fly to the stairs? <laughs> See, if you get to the top of the stairs, you could run up and get either the, to the yeah. bank or the, the vendors and portals. And so you do that, and you're like, you go all the way to the stairs, and all of a sudden you realize, huh? I'm in the wrong shrine, and there's absolutely <laughs> no way I'm going to survive this. Nope, and he can't mount up. You're done. You're done. There needs to be like an oops button for that. What do you mean an oops button? Like some kind of a thing where you like you do, like you hold up a white flag. It'd be like maybe it's like the French button or something. Like you hold, I surrender. Just, <laughs> let's just, just escort me out. I'm not going to do anything. And the guards would like escort you out. <laughs> Now, something I've done, and it's one of those moments, Freck, that you just kind of go, sorry, because there's nothing else you can say. It's when, uh, like, you and I will be queued up for LFR for, like, an hour, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then somebody goes like, hey, uh, do you have the traitor in your garrison? And I'm like, oh, yeah, come on. And, or I join theirs, which is usually what happens. I'm like, oh, you got the trader, and I join their group. That's by taking us out of the LFR queue. Yeah. <laughs> and then after the doing my little thing, I go back. I'm just sitting there, and then I get that little message from you going, "Hey, um, we still in queue." <laughs> I look up there. I don't see the eyeball. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Uh... I don't. Don't know what happened. Game must have kicked us out. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Let me re-queue. Start you another, you know, now queue. Although, you know, one time we did that, and I did accidentally kick us out of queue, and we re-queued, and we went from like one hour to like seven minutes. So That's we, weird. Yeah, we got yeah. like a better queue. I was like, yeah. all right. <laughs> so. I do this a lot, but particularly on Mondays, I'll log in in the morning thinking I'm just going to be there for a few minutes doing my garrison stuff. And then I log out, and then I remember that I finished my garrison missions and forgot to start new ones. Oh. 
Because to me, it's a process if I finish them and then I get my scavenger stuff and it's like, let me go open my scavenger stuff to see if I got any follower items and then let me use the follower items and then start my garrison oh, mission. Okay, I see what you're doing, yeah. But about half the time, we'll space out and log out before I finish that process and then go, oh yeah, I have to open up the game back up again. Yeah. yeah. You go, I'll be just do your, your follower missions. Yeah. Yep. It's in the same vein, you forget to do your chores, the garrison sometimes, right. too. You come and you log in, you do your missions, you log out, you're like, ah, hey, I forgot to do my chores. Well, I purposely forget to do my chores most day. Oh, not me. Well, work orders, yeah, but herb garden, mining thing, I'm just done with that. Oh, not me. I'm in there. All of, all of them. I wish I could do it every day, but I just can't. I can't make myself. I do it every day on three tunes right now. Oosh. Free stuff. I get it, but it's boring. Free stuff. That's true. And there's boost, like the mine. You go faster. You mine fast. You get the herb gloves off the one rare. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, speed it up. He's... Lastly, you know it's Monday when you tweet out a helpful tip, and then forget to do it yourself. <laughs> You're gonna have to explain this one, Frank. All right. So last week there was a very brief holiday. I think it's only one or two days. Um called Harvest Festival. All Harvest Festival really consists of is you get one quest to go to Uther's tomb, you lay tribute on Uther's tomb, you get like some really low-level rewards, and that's it. Okay. But this holiday came around, and I was going to do it, and I remembered seeing something about Uther's tomb on the field photography achievement. Right. You tweeted that out. You tweeted I did. I double-checked it. I was like, okay, so let me... Kill two birds with one stone. I can do this quest and I can do part of the field photography there, right? Right. You did the selfie. You tweeted the selfie. I got the tweet. Everybody got the tweet. Right. A lot of people favored it, retweeted it. I get there. Yeah, take a selfie, crop it, make it all pretty. Yeah. Tweet it out. You know, make sure that while you're doing this harvest festival, you also take a selfie for field photographer. Fantastic tip. And then I portal back to Ironforge. Okay. I didn't do the tribute. <laughs> did you have to go back? Or did you just like, I, I didn't. No, I'm just like, I'm not going back I'm there. not going back. That's such a long trip. I'm not going I was back. so annoyed. It wasn't even that far. I was just like so annoyed at myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I deserve not to go back there. <laughs> I'm punishing myself. I will wait till next year and then I'll not make this mistake again. But then next year, they're going to have, like, Field Photography 2016 oh, or something. They'll upgrade that. Yeah, they'll upgrade it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Root? Sometimes the Mondays catch up to you. They do. Yes. Yes, Freck, they do. And when they do, you just got to log out and take a nap. Got an auction house strategy that is pure gold. The Garrison Town Hall Daily's Primal Spirits and You. Now, Frank, you know every so often you have a crafting trader who shows up in your town hall. He's right there by your mission tables. He's either going to be like a leather worker, fur trader, guy who sells dust, herbs, or ore, one of those. And you can go up to him, and if you have what they're looking for, they'll give you 25 Primal Spirits. Not a bad deal. No, not at all. 
the cool thing about these is they can start off at level 90. In other words, your tunes can start at level 90 doing these where other dailies require you to be level 100. So you can actually start these really low. There's only one type of trader up per region per day. So usually if you're in the U.S. and it's the ore trader and somebody's garrison in your guild, that is the ore trader across everywhere else. So there's no point in asking if anyone has the fur trader because they don't. Right, just say lower trader day. Right, or just say who's the trader of the day. And right, you'll get that information. Now, I have usually when I see like the or trader or whatever trader that's in there, I'll put up who it is in my garrison while I'm doing my garrison chores. I'll go about doing my chores, and people will join my little garrison group and go talk to the trader, do their thing, and leave. Here's where I was messing up. I wasn't doing that myself. I wasn't actively looking on a daily basis for a trader in somebody else's garrison. I kind of just went, well, if it's not up on mine and it's not going to be up on anybody else's, I wasn't, it was complete disconnect in my brain. Until last week when I went, wait a minute, there's traders. <laughs> and all I have to do is give them some stuff and they're going to give me primal spirits. And I got a lot of stuff. Because unlike you, I am doing the dailies, you know, my chores. So when I do my, um, herb chores when I go get my herbs every day then I'm getting my drainic seeds and I'm turning into the person by my herb garden and I'm getting all kinds of herbs back from them so we mentioned there's a leather trader that's either Jake the Fox or Zizu little trivia bit here all the traders okay. are named for uh, Blizzard employees oh I see little, little trivia there so it's either Jake the Fox or Zizu that's a leather trader they're going to ask for 50 rawhide sides they're going to give you 25 primal spirits Looking for the fur trader, that's either uh, Dorothy 2 or Calvo Klein. They're going to ask for 50 scrumptious, or sumptuous rather, furs. They could be scrumptious. They could be very scrumptious. I bet he has great underwear. He might. I haven't checked. Labels on the outside, I heard, though. <laughs> Anyhow, they're also going to give you the 25 uh, primal spirits for that. Dust is Enchantress Ismay or Rathul Moonvale. 50 Drainic Dust, that comes in a lot of missions that you do. You get, you get dust back from the missions. Herbs, the Herbs is the interesting one because he asked for like 10 Fireweed, 10 Star uh, Flower, 10 Talador Orchid, and uh, 10 Gorgon Flytrap, and 10 the Grand Arrow Blooms. Notice that the one that's missing out of there is Frostweed because that's like the, the big commodity oh, trader see. this year. Yeah. These are all the low-level you know, ones, if you will. And then ore, they're going to ask for 25 of each, one of, you know, 25 of the Black Rock, 25 of the True Ryan ore, and they're going to give you the 25 Primal Spirits. And everyone's like, okay, that's great. You're going to get 25 you know, Primal Spirits. No big deal. Yeah, big deal. Because you can get these on a daily basis. Because there's usually somebody up, when you're just looking around, just go into the uh, pre-made group finder, and you look for, you know, traders, what I always put in for the keyword, and I find a trader really quick. And you're literally flying because he starts you off at the front of somebody's garrison. You fly into the garrison, go talk to the trader, do your trade, and leave. It's a 30-second deal. Now, primal spirits are used to purchase the higher-end crafting agents, which sell really, really well on the auction house. Hexweave cloth, talodite crystals, all the sorceress stuff, the air, fire, water, and earth. Some of those sell better than others. War paints, savage blood, which sells really well. True Steel Ignits, Alchemical Catalyst, Burnished Leather, and Gear Spring Parts. 
right now, Freck, you can sell a stack of 200 of those uh, a chemical catalysts, like little pink vials. You can sell a stack of 200 of those on our server, anyhow, for over 800 gold. Which ain't That's too bad. That's a lot of gold, yeah. <laughs> so getting that 25 primal spirits guaranteed on a daily basis like that, almost daily, anyhow, that adds up real quick. So if you just take the time to check every day for the garrison trader, again, use that pre-made group finder, go do it as a 30-second deal. You can find yourself getting some of that high-end trading stuff or crafting materials to trade on the auction house or use for yourself in your own trade goods. Well, let me ask you something. You're doing the quest. Yes. Are you then talking to them as a vendor and getting primal spirits that way, or are you saving it and for the daily since you do get more more of a yield. So here's what I do. When I see like, let's for instance, uh, I assume or I find out rather that it's the ore trader. Right. I then go to my trading post and if ore is the cheap thing, I buy a lot of ore. Okay. And then I go to the ore trader, do the quest and then use my ore to buy additional stuff that I okay. just, that I just purchased, you know, traded for uh, garrison resources for. So I do that kind of flip that way. Okay, so that's interesting. Yeah, because it's a uh, because those twenty are, yeah twenty five black rock and twenty five true iron, which gives you twenty five primal spirits. Right. But then if you um, use her as a vendor, if you talk to Trixie Volt as a vendor, for example, it's um five black rock ore for one primal spirit. Exactly. Yeah. So you're not getting quite as much, but it's still a good trade off. It's a good trade off, especially when if you go over to your trader, like I mentioned, your trading post, and it's down to what four garrison resources. You can just buy a bunch of those because, you know, Garrison Richards, I mean, I, I'm coming out the ears of those things. I'm I'm literally, if, if I don't go spend them, I cap out at least every two weeks. So I've got to go spend those. And I usually, I check every day uh, on my trading post for whatever is the lowest price Garrison Resource thing to buy. And I buy that. So it works out really well. I really, really enjoy it. So there's your auction house tip. Use the traders that everybody else has in their uh, their garrisons. It's a it's a way to go. We just wanted to take a moment and thank those of you who continue to use our Amazon shopping link simply by going to hearthcast.com/amazon. As you know, when you do that, it takes you straight over to Amazon's site and everything works the same and costs the same. The difference is a little bit of what you spend comes back to us as advertising fees. We really do appreciate each of you who continue to shop on Amazon, and we wanted you to know that it really does make a difference. It's time for the add-on spotlight. Freck, as I alluded to at the top of the show, I'm becoming an add-on author. So there's an add-on that I used to use a lot, and I became very dependent on it. It's called BX Death Note. And with BX Death Note, what it does or what it did is it played a quest fail sound every time somebody in your party died. It has not been touched since August 30th, 2012. That's three years ago. Patch 5.0.4. It's been a while. So the first thing I was doing was loading out-of-date add-ons to get it to continue to work. Then what I started doing was updating the TOC to get it to continue to work. 
Then what I started doing was updating the actual add-on to get to continue to work. And then at that point in time, I decided I might as well just start really updating this add-on to get it to do what I want it to do. To get it to work, not only in a party, because what would happen is I would know in a raid, it would only tell me who was dying in my group, not everybody else. Yeah, it's not super helpful. So I fixed that and I got it to tell me who was dying raid-wide. Or rather, it would play the noise, the BX death note. It would play the, the quest fail noise. And here recently, I decided, you know what? I think it's time that I may just pick up this add-on myself. Now, I haven't made the full decision whether or not I'm going to just pick up the development of this or spin it off into my own. And I'm kind of right now leaning towards spinning it off to my own because I've done enough changes to the code to uh, kind of make it my own. Pretty much the only thing that's left naturally is the original log parse and the comments up top. Everything else is mine. So briefly, what this thing does, just you know, letting people know, because I'm going to come up here real soon where I'm going to release it for testing. So I want people to know exactly what this does. It plays a custom sound when somebody in the raid or party dies. And right now, that sound is none other than Coltrane saying... Asparagus. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, it's truly one of the better moments of my life to get that <laughs> done. I was like, yay. It also announces in a local raid warning, so only you see it, the class and name of the person who just died. So, for instance, remember your old paladin that you had? Freckle face? Yeah. <laughs> it's so original. <laughs> I know. So, if you died in the raid... I would get a raid warning, just me locally, that said Paladin Freckleface has died. So now I know, hey, I just lost a Paladin. Now, I kind of take it upon myself when I get into a raid group to learn really quickly to memorize the tank's names and the uh, the healer's names. Just so, you know, if I hear them talking in, in vent or whatever, I know what's going on. Even more so now, when I see their name across my raid warning that they just died, it's like, oh. Wait, our healer just died, and I need that healer not to be dead. Now, if you are running DBM, Deadly Boss Mobs, and it does a check for it, which was the cool thing that I did today, I learned how to make a check for a different add-on. If you're doing that, it actually uses a DBM arrow, and it points to the person's corpse. And it uses a colored arrow, which is red, yellow, and green, depending on how far away you are from them. If you're out of range, it's red. As you approach them, it turns orange. And when you're in range, it turns green. And guess what? Once I'm in range, I can resurrect you with my soul stone. Or whatever B-Res if I'm a healer of any kind. Or whoever, whatever class has a B-Res. And that arrow that points to you is a whole, whole lot better than having you go, I'm over here. I'm over here by the thing. Yeah. By the wall, by the door, because that doesn't work. It really doesn't. And plus, you need to know how far away someone is from you. Um, like, I have a Quillen that can res people, but he's only got, like, a short range. Yeah, same with my Warlock yeah. spell. You have to be in range of my spell cast in order for me to be able to cast that spell on you. Now, I used this uh, on myself the other night. I ran the, ran, you know, ran the add-on in raid with my open raid group, and it worked so good. We had our healer on one of the fights 
like died within two seconds. Of, I don't know what happened. They just they dropped. And here comes the warning that priest, whatever the person's name is, is dead, has died. And I get the little arrow. I'm like, whoa. And I run until the arrow is green. Soul stoner, back in a fight, back to go to my position. Everything is as normal. We down the boss. And the healer comes in and goes, oh, by the way, whoever resed me, thank you. I'm like, hey, no problem. That was me. And other people went, wait, you died? I'm like, yeah, that's right. You're just on the ball. Well, because of my add-on. Yeah. There are still some few tweaks I want to do to it. Right now, the arrow doesn't disappear. And I know there's a command to uh, have the DBM arrow disappear after a couple seconds. And I'm working on that. And I just have to, you know, it's still iron that stuff. Here's the hard part. Testing an add-on to monitor people's deaths. Think about that. The only way for me to test it is to have people die. Well, it shouldn't be too hard to coordinate. It is. Is it? It is. We just got to get with people you know. <laughs> Still is. Because <laughs> if they die, okay, if, let's say you and I get into a party. You've got to die. I have to stay alive. So if there's something that you and I are going to fight, that you're going to die to, that I'm going to stay alive to, that means I can't take any threat or aggro until you die. And then I have to deal with the boss or whoever that is, the mob, and kill the mob. Caveat on this whole thing. Okay. It ignores hunters. Oh, really? We just don't count? You, because your feigned death counts as a death in, in the combat logs. Okay. And so if you die, it's going to go off and go, Freckleface just died. The hunter Freckleface is dead. I'm like, but it's but it's not. So right now, yeah. right now it ignores you. Now, I could have it not totally ignore you, but give me the option. Of, like, I could announce it to myself. And I could be like, eh. But when am I going to feign death in the middle of combat unless we're already at the point where everyone's dying anyways? That's a good point. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I should take that, that function out right yeah, now. Yeah, you probably should. You should right. probably add hunters this is, back in there. This is, <laughs> I hate hunters. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> now, this is good feedback. This is what I need. Okay. See, because right now I have a, just, if, if your class is a hunter, don't do anything. <laughs> Actually, what it says, the actual statement says, if the class is not a hunter, because oh. I can <laughs> yeah. then do the rest of this. So it just completely ignores <laughs> hunters right now. I will take uh, your advice into consideration, okay. and I will uh, I'll take that out. Because <laughs> I guess yeah, you can leave that up to the player to decide. Okay, it's a right. hunter. What do I want to do? Yeah. Because if I'm in, maybe if I'm in vent, I could be like, "Hey, Frank, did you faint?" That's true. So okay. yeah, well, I'll consider that. Now I am planning on having this in a limited release format by about tenth uh, or eleventh of October. So if anybody is mildly interested in, in, in severely beta testing, like it could break your whole system, then <laughs> it won't. <laughs> uh, but let me know, and I'll, I'll get that over to you. And then, of course, after this, my next step is to get it into Curse. I am leaning very heavily towards making it its own add-on. And candidly speaking, my ultimate goal is to actually have this little function incorporated into DBM because it I, I think is very worthwhile to have in DBM. And, you know, now what's going to happen is someone's going to come back and go, well, you know, DBM does that, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> but regardless if they do, if it does it or not, this has been a fantastic learning experience for me. And I am, uh, I'm really enjoying it. So thinking about calling it asparagus, asparagus uh, death notification or something, death by asparagus, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So so look for that and look for updates coming from me uh, here on the show. 
making headlines in gaming news. Hello and welcome to the Hearthcast Monthly News Roundup for September 2015. My name's Akari and we'll be talking about all the news from the month of September for Blizzard Entertainment. First up, we'll be talking some BlizzCon news. As the BlizzCon 2015 in-game goodies were officially announced this month, along with the Mercadin Battle Pit for World of Warcraft players, here's the Storm players will receive the Nexus Battle Beast mount, which was displayed in the Here's the Storm development video. Hearthstone will, as per usual, receive an exclusive in-game card back. StarCraft 2 Legacy of the Void players will receive two new player portraits. And Diablo 3 will, as usual, receive three in-game items, one being a Murloc-themed portrait, the other being a Murloc treasure goblin pet, as well as the normal BlizzCon banner. All of these items will be available to those who purchase the uh, virtual ticket, as well as those who attended BlizzCon, and will be available after BlizzCon as per usual. Moving on to some Warcraft news, the official prequel novel for the World for the World of Warcraft movie is available for pre-purchase on Amazon.com and Amazon.co.uk. Written by best-selling author Krista Golden, the novel will be based around the slightly altered universe for the Warcraft movie, and will give us information for the events that occur before the movie actually takes place. The book's paperback and Kindle versions are both priced at $7.99 US, and there is currently no cover art available at this time. The book will be released in May 2016, and the movie will debut just a month later in June. Moving on to some in-game World of Warcraft news, the services are usually only on the website, such as the faction change, race change, appearance change, and name change, are now available in the in-game store. Uh, the prices haven't changed. Uh, they are still um, $25 for a race change, $15 for an appearance change. Um, but they are now in the in-game store for convenience, as well as to just give the store some more features. Um, you will use these from the character select screen, and you can't be logged into your character to do it. Um, and once you actually purchase the service, um, it will take place on the account. Moving on to our final bit of Warcraft news, we got some interesting information at DragonCon from Jonathan LaCroft, who is the lead game designer for World of Warcraft at Blizzard Entertainment. Um, he told us um, about uh, what they're planning to do to some of the specs. Um, when asked the question what specs are getting overhauled, he answered most of them. Uh, we're working based on the fantasy of the spec and tweaking them more to fit it. Uh, and some specs will just some specs will just fly out be re- renamed. Um, we haven't been told any of the name changes. We have been told some stuff like uh, Shadow Priests will now be using a resource called Insanity. Uh, but that's about all we know about that. Um, we're also told that multi-strike is going away. Um, we've been told that we will be getting new character slots, but because of that, because of that, as well as the transmog changes that are, be- that are coming that is similar to the Diablo transmog system, we will not be receiving new void storage space. Um, Demon Hunters will officially be starting at levels eight, uh, 98 and will move on through their starting zone to level 100 and then joining everyone else in the new zones at 100. Um, survival hunters are 100% going melee. Uh, no other spec or class will be getting ranged hunter weapons, um, so they're still hunter weapons. Um, the way it's working now for hunters is Beastmaster will be ranged with a pet, Marksman will be ranged without a pet, 
and survival will be melee with a pet. As as mentioned earlier, Shadow, uh, some classes will be fly getting new resources or renamed resources, such as Shadow Priest getting insanity. Um, professions now have an entire team working on them, and we will be seeing the return of the profession quests. Uh, DPS classes will not be getting tank or healing options. Sorry, Rogue, you're not getting your tanking spit. And they, we were told um, at the launch of Legion that Khadgar is now leading the Kirin tour, and Jaina is out. Well, we were we were told by Jonathan at DragonCon that they do have plans for Jaina. What those plans are, we have no idea, but I'll keep you updated once I know. Moving on from World of Warcraft, we finally have the release date for StarCraft II Legacy of the Void. The expansion for the very popular RTS game will be released on the 10th of November 2015. As well as that, we did receive the beautiful opening cinematic. It was a not only a story-based uh, fight for the protests against the Zerg, but it was a very interesting use of game mechanics, as this is actually a technique that a lot of Protoss players use to attack the, to destroy their enemies. Um, they spawn one or two of their teleporters and then summon in a whole army. It's actually, a, it's actually very interesting to see that in a cinematic look. Um, the cinematic is available on the official Blizzard YouTube, uh, and as well as the official StarcraftBattle.net page. Um, for all the information on the Legacy of the Void, please visit the Battles.net uh, webpage as it has everything you need to know. And again, the release date is November the 10th of this year. And moving on, uh, these are for Heroes of the Storm. Uh, the 8th of September saw the end of the Eternal Conflict event, uh, but did see the release of a new hero. Rexar and Misha joined the battlefield. Um, unlike the Lost Vikings, Rexar and Misha won't be independent of each other. Uh, Rexar will take control of Misha using his W and E abilities. Um, and she will be an essential part of his kit, as she is essentially the tank in this warrior class. Um, if Misha dies, Rexar is extremely squishy and is pretty much useless. Um, Misha is a great stun kit, as well as Rexar being able to heal her very well. And at the end of at the end of the month, we did receive the Heroes of the Storm PTR patch, which introduced Lieutenant Morales, uh, as well as a lot of big warrior changes. There was warriors who got nerfed, there was warriors who got buffed. Along the ones who got buffed was Stitches, Elite Torn Chieftain, as well as Diablo. And the two that got nerfed was, of course, for any heroes players, Leark and Johanna. Leark received a massive nerf to his skeletal swing, reducing his clear time, and Johanna received a massive nerf to her W also reducing her clear time, as well as the nerf to her Blessed Shield, though there is a level 20 talent that will bring it back up, but you have a choice of buffing up your Blessed Shield, or getting your half-health pool bubble upon taking a killing blow. So it's a bit of a... It's, it's a significant nerf. The much-requested Zeratul nerf was also on the PTR, um, whereas basic attack damage, getting a basic attack damage nerf, a reduction to his blink recast time, as well as a void prism range. Uh, he was getting a little too strong, so these are much, much needed nerfs. 
Um, looking at the supports, Tassadar and Tarandi are getting some support love. Rather than going more on the damage route, they are getting some more support power to make them more of a dedicated support. Um, this is a much needed change as personally I feel they can be useless in some cases. Don't get me wrong, if you have a strong melee assassin with a Tyranda, she can be extremely powerful, but without that she is kind of useless. Blizzard is introducing a new punishment uh, feature into uh, Heroes of the Storm. With this, they will be punishing people who receive multiple abusive chat reports from other players and will be silenced um, for an initial period of 24 hours. They'll be unable to use a lot of the chat features, including the M-game feature. They will still be able to whisper and receive whispers from people on their friends list, but they will not be able to whisper random people that they don't actually know. Um, this is to reduce flaming and toxicity within the game. Now, the good thing about this silence feature is that after the first incident where you're silenced for 24 hours, every uh, silence after that will be doubled in penalty with no maximum limit. So the first time you will be silenced for 24 hours, then 48 hours, then doubled, then doubled, then doubled, and it will continue to go on like that until essentially you just don't talk in game because you're a toxic person. So this is a much needed change and it's a very good way to... um Encourage those toxic players to just not talk, essentially. Um, uh, as it will be monitored um, by not only a computer system, but for individual cases, um, pe- uh, actual people will be monitoring this to ensure that people who are silenced um, deserve it. Um, if you do, if you are silenced um, without deserving it, you can appeal it, and Blizzard can turn it off. So, if you do get silenced, you don't deserve it please make sure you uh, make a ticket and appeal. But they will look at the chat logs. So if you do get silenced and you do deserve it, don't bother. And last but not least, the Blizzard game that I am extremely excited for, Overwatch has shown a preview of two new heroes. Uh, Roadhog and Junkrat had some gameplay previews um, at uh, the end of September, and they look amazing. Um, this is, these two are very different champions from any of the other ones we've seen in Overwatch. Um, one's a tank and one is just a full on damage dealer. Uh, for complete information on these two heroes, you can visit the official, um, Overwatch battle.net page. Uh, all the information on their basic abilities as well as multiple gameplay previews are there. Um, the Overwatch beta is scheduled for a fall release. So if you haven't signed up for the Overwatch beta, please make sure you go to your Battle.net web account and sign up on there for the beta. Um, the rumors are that the Overwatch beta will be kicking off round about BlizzCon time, so keep an eye out for that. And that's all the big news stories for the month of September 2015. Uh, thank you for taking the time to listen. My name's Akari, and you can follow me on Twitter at AkariV2K or on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Akari365. I'll be back next month for your October rundown, so keep listening. Thank you, Akari, for that. That is a lot of interesting news there. A um, couple points. First off, uh, the pre-orders for Christy Golden's book are now available. So you can go ahead and pre-order that now. Pre-order, but won't be released until May. Yeah, but you can get that out of the way. I already pre-ordered it because I'll forget.
And it's always like this super joy to get that email from Amazon. It says, oh, your book is on the way or your book is now available on your Kindle or whatever. I'm gonna, Did you, you know. order a paper copy? Did you order a Kindle copy? Kindle. And no, I only ordered Kindle. I'll order paper because we need it for our studio here because, yeah, we got everything else. Yeah. So I'll order a paper as well. I did order Kindle. So I'll get us a paper one. And then another little follow-up on the uh, the silence feature, you know, where it silences you. Yeah. I mean, I can just, you ever been in an argument and, and, you know, like three people are in the room and you're just not talking to the other person and you start going like, you, you're talking to the person you are talking to and you go like, hey, hey, Bob, hey, Bob, tell Michelle that I'm not hungry. And like Michelle's <laughs> right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all it's going to do is going to, you see, it's going to happen in chat. You know, tell that person they suck. <laughs> no. No, that, no, no, I, I don't think, no. Because, you as the player, if you are being having reporters being toxic, you can't talk in party chat. No, but you can talk to people on your friends list. So you, yeah. if you're in a group with someone on your friends, like you and I are grouping, I'm like, hey, tell tell the tank they suck. I'm going to talk to you to tell the tank. Okay, that's, that's possible. But typically, if somebody's that toxic, you know, they're either going to be playing with other friends who also are behaving the same toxic level, or the friend's going to be like, no, dude, I'm not going to say that. They'll be talking to each other. That person sucks. They can yeah, talk to each yeah, other. That's do. fine. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. There's no like real need to like talk that much in Heroes of Storm anyways because most of the communication is done through map pinging. And just cling, cling, cling. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, this person wants to wants us to defend this area. Oh, okay. You don't have to type in chat. It just, ping, uh, it just sends it out like a system message. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. But, and also through, with you guys, through Skype. Well, sure. Talking on Skype. Yeah. Well, folks, we want to thank you for listening to episode number 289, A Case of the Mondays. We've all had them, so we share and share alike. Folks, please take the time to give us a rating on iTunes. Want to give a special shout out to Slick Knight over on Moonrunner. Had a little chat with us in game the other night. It was really, uh, really appreciative. Of yeah, that. it was uplifting talk there. It was. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool to get a message from somebody like that. So, you know. Did I mention he's a, a Death Knight over there? So it's Slick Knight with a K-N-I-T? Because he's a Death Knight? Yeah. Over in Moonrunner? So if you're on Moonrunner and you see Slick Knight, you know, give him a high five. Special shout out to all of our friends and followers on the, on the, uh, the Facebook and the Twitters. And as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HearthCastFreck and at HearthCastRoot, or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page. Visit our website, HearthCast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and FreckleFace. I love the 20. <laughs>